What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here, West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join my guy in studio, Big Dave. Bow! 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 BWL Sports <laughs> in your face. Our pound producer, Joey Spath, is rocking with us. Um, Will the Goat is off today, but make sure you are following along. Will underscore Godley for all of his updates during Bulls practices through these preseason weeks. Yes. Speaking of which, next preseason game on deck tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Central tip-off time. We'll be here for post-game immediately following Ow! against the defending champion Denver Nuggets, Dave. Ooh. You want to talk about preseason tests? Ooh. There's a test. Yes, it is. Uh, lots to get to on today's show. Wanted to talk about the next... N- uh, sequence from ESPN's Top 100 that came out earlier today. Zach and Damar both ranked. We will talk about where. Also want to talk a bit more about this concept of the Bulls changing their shot profile, which mm-hmm. we've heard a lot about from AK, from Billy, and the players through training camp leading up to this fresh season. Trying to improve that dead last three-point volume from last season, from the last two seasons. And whether or not an obvious answer might be staring the Bulls in the face there. Wanted to touch on, however, speaking of that second preseason game on deck tomorrow night, Dave, uh, the Bulls listing Kobe White as their probable Mm. starting point guard Mm. again tomorrow night. We talked about this a little bit yesterday saying, hey, we love what we saw from Kobe, yes, but maybe preseason is the time to explore other options, explore the options you have. Yes. The front office and Billy told us that starting point guard would be an open competition at training camp. They did. Maybe here, as you see, thank you, Joe, throwing up the probable starters listed for tomorrow night's game. Maybe Kobe has won that job. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe they're just telling us, shut the hell up. They don't don't give a damn about a competition. You know, drink a warm glass and shut the hell up. (laughs) They don't really care what we're talking about and thinking. I mean, it's it's hard to debate it because yeah. Kobe really did earn it in that first game, man. Like, I mean, he stood out. It reminds me last of last year, that competition. Nothing was really clear uh, after that first game. Like, so you saw multiple guys getting start getting chances, you know, with the starting squad. Yeah. This one, it just felt like, yeah, he's starting point guard. Like, it honestly just felt that way. Like, yeah, you're the starting point guard. So going into game two – Knowing how well he played, I guess they want to see if the consistency is still there. Because if it is, and even if it's not with uh, the scoring, maybe it's not with the passing, you know, but Kobe will always still be there as far as rebounding is concerned. And maybe he can still get that team set up. You know, what they're going to be checking out, well, at least me, his point guardsmanship, seeing if he's getting everybody situated and lined up and where they need to be, starting the break, slowing it down, getting it to the guys that need to have it. Like, we'll see what he's learned uh, and grown as a as a point guard. But all in all, I have no issue with this, Matt. You? I mean, I don't think I do. I, I, I sat here yesterday and said I, I still kind of want to see Javon Carter in that starting five just to see what it looks like. But if if Kobe has convinced Billy Donovan to that degree, then then I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because Billy Donovan, for – Large stretches of last season when asked about Lonzo Ball's absence and who that team's starting point guard is, and for a while it was Io, and then you know they, they brought Patrick Beverly in for the last stretch of games. And whenever Kobe entered that conversation, Billy Donovan always seemed hesitant to say, yeah, Kobe could be an option there. 
it seems like the tune has changed a little bit. We talked yesterday about how Billy really praised Kobe's efforts after their game against Milwaukee on Sunday. Um, I am curious to see if Kobe is, in fact, starting in this game tomorrow night, what kind of Denver lineup the Bulls will be facing out of the gate because... Look, we talked about what we liked what we saw from the Bulls, their shot profile, sure. the looks they were creating offensively, especially in that first quarter yeah. when they were beating up on a shorthanded Bucks team <laughs> yes. who was resting their key guys. Mm-hmm. Will the Nuggets rest their key guys tomorrow night or will they play them? Because, you know, uh, Michael Porter Jr., um, Aaron Gordon, yeah. Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. and Joker all played. Yeah. Limited minutes, just yeah. like the Bulls' big three on Sunday, but they all played yeah. in that the the Nuggets' first preseason game against the Suns the other night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Jamal Murray, it's a tough guard. Yeah, very tough guard. And a guy you're going to have to worry about, actually on both ends of the floor, because honestly, he's not bad defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not discussed because he's so brilliant offensively. Um, but he's really, really good, man. And I'm not saying nothing everybody don't know. <laughs> like, Jamal Murray is awesome. <laughs> and Kobe White is going to have to <clears throat> go against guys like that on a regular basis if he's going to be the starting point guard. Like, night after night after night, he's going to have to face some either good to elite point guards, man. And Jamal Murray is definitely in that camp. Uh, going back, you know, talking about how the measuring stick games, you're thinking, oh, man, Denver Nuggets. like, And the Bulls have to actually play them. Uh, early in yeah. the regular season for the games that count, yeah. they also will see them two times in these preseason double slate dose. of games. Double dose. The Bulls got worked by the Nuggets in one game last <laughs> season, and then they won. Yes, they did. Convincingly yes, they did. against the Nuggets in the second of those two head-to-head matchups. Take that. 117 to 96. Ass whooping. I almost forgot that that is a score that the Bulls got the upper hand on against the champion Nuggets last oh, season. I, I remember it well. Because that's the year they broke the thing Jokic was doing. Remember, I can't remember the record he had, but mm-hmm. it was something he was, he had cons- I think consistently it was done. about his field goal percentage. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. And Jokic finished seven of sixteen yeah. in that game, and yeah. I think he had a streak of uh, games, consecutive games where he hit fifty percent or above of there his field go. goal attempts. There you go, and he there finished seven of sixteen. Yes, he did. And Vooch had a really good game. Vooch mm-hmm. really was giving it to him uh, that game. I don't know what it is when the Bulls go to Denver, but they play pretty well when they go to Denver, man. They did it the year before. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I did I remember when we went to Peace Pizza. Yeah. And we watched Denver once they played Denver when they had Lonzo Ball. Yep. And they did yeah, very two, well. Two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, two seasons ago. They played very well. I don't know what it is playing out there. We love Denver, by the way. Shout love out to Denver. Denver. Love Denver. Hate your airport, but love Denver. <laughs> um, but it's it's a it's just good to see that, knowing you know you can go on the road. And, you know, go against the world champs now, you know, and, you know, just play well against them. Mm -hmm. You want to show against those teams like that because that's the best team. (laughs) They have the trophy. They have that. Sitting in a bigger version of this. They got one of those. Yeah. Sitting a bigger version of this, you know, sitting in their stadium. So, yeah, you want to go up against the best and you want to perform well against the best. Now, we know this is preseason. We get that. But we're still working through some things. That's why they're having these three-hour practices, mm-hmm. keeping uh, young Will to go Gottlieb a little later man. than Grandpa Willie probably <laughs> would want to. But they're trying to get better, man, and we'll see what it looks like when they play Thursday. Uh, we got some people chiming in in the comments. Shout-out to our guy Clem, a.k.a. French Bulls TV. Shout What's out. up, buddy? What up, boy? Uh, who said Kobe was the best bull on Sunday, did, did what the team needed at point guard. But I still think Carter should start because the second unit needs Kobe's scoring. Yeah, that second unit, We did man. touch on that a little bit yesterday. <laughs> like, that second unit offensively, 
Well, uh, second, defensively, that second unit looks oh, yeah. all kinds of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting steals on steals on steals. Correct, correct. But then when you turn around and go the other way, <laughs> who's putting the ball in the hoop? It's wild that that lineup had three guards and nobody could really score the ball. You know what I mean? Like, Javon Carter did Javon Carter stuff. Yeah. You know, he's, he's putting up threes. You know what I mean? That's what he's going to do. Uh, he, he penetrated a little bit, you know. Yeah. Great, obviously great defensively, but you're going to need more than that, you know. Uh, you want Io to step up more. Caruso shot a three, but he didn't play a lot, which I don't want yeah. him to play a yeah. lot. It's Reasons fine. It, dude, yeah. You it's keep fine. Caruso yes. in a cryogenic yeah. chamber of some kind. <laughs> in foil. Like, it's all right, man. Keep that dude fresh. Bubble but, wrap. Yes, correct. <laughs> correct. So it's going to be interesting for guys like Tory Craig yeah, uh, who might get that uh, option. Uh, again, like I would like to see Vooch with the second unit, you know, playing with them for a few minutes because he would be the number one option. And we'll see if that works, you know, just facilitating and getting everybody where they need to be because you're with a group of guys who play better when somebody – is facilitating for them. Yeah. Like, I think of your boy Joe Kim Noah often when I think of stuff like this. When, if I, like, put Joe Kim Noah out there with Javon Carter, with Toy Craig, with Io, and with Caruso, and watching everybody just rotate around him mm -hmm. and letting him find those guys, you mm -hmm. know, with the ball, I think it would be very successful. I think it could be like that with Vooch, but throw into that the fact Vooch is really, really good offensively, mm -hmm. so he can get the ball in the post and whenever he wants it, so... That's stuff I want to see, you know, with the second unit. Hopefully that helps. Uh, I see people talking like Fish talking about staggering uh, Pat in there mm -hmm. with the second unit. Look, <laughs> I saw Pat get staggered in with the second unit. It wasn't the same Pat that we saw with the starting five. I don't know what it was or what it is, but it wasn't the same aggression. It was, it was a little more tentative than I wanted. Mm -hmm. The starting unit, he was like, oh, no, balls to the wall. You mm -hmm. know, I'm going in like that. So I don't want to mess with that. I don't want that mentality to change for him because it feels like it changed a little bit. Sort of ironic, him. honestly. You'd sort of expect the, the opposite, right? Yeah, you did. You expect the opposite. You sort of expect, expect him, him to, to be more assertive. With yeah, with yeah. The, yeah. But, but it didn't do that, man. Like, he just really balled out and felt more comfortable with the first unit. So, staggering him with the second unit, I don't know. Of course, Zach is going to get that opportunity. Of course, DeMar is going to get that opportunity. Those guys like that. But I really, 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 really want to see what Vooch looks like with this second unit, man. I really do. Uh, Cole Krug in the comments said, the ceiling with Kobe at point guard much higher than the ceiling with Javon, even if the floor with Javon is higher. That's true. But I don't give a, you know what, <laughs> about no floor. About you. Um, I, th that's an interesting way to look at it, and I think probably a fair point. Yeah. Um, if Kobe's ascension continues, if he picks up where he left off, you know, tail end of last season, mm -hmm. continuing to improve his game, and, I mean, as, as our, our friend Clem said in the comments earlier, like, there's no question in my mind that Kobe looked like the best bull on the floor on Sunday. Yeah. He'd have 14, 6, and 6 in, yeah. like, basically no minutes. Yeah, yeah. And was just dishing dimes, knocking down a couple of threes. Nice. Getting to the rim. Yeah. He was doing what AK and Billy have asked for. Yeah. Which is getting more three-point looks and getting good looks for teammates by getting into the paint. Correct. And man. look, yes, is that easier to do when Giannis isn't there playing defense alongside Brooke Lopez, when Middleton and his defense is not there? Sure, mm -hmm. yes. Which, again, is why I am hoping. I We might get throttled. I don't care. I want the, the real defending champion Nuggets starting five out there against ours tomorrow night. Yeah. Because I want to see. see. Yeah. I, you talk about measuring sticks. Give me the biggest – 
scariest measuring stick <laughs> we could possibly think of. Even the biggest, scariest stick you got and put it out there. You're right. You want to see it against the f- a more formidable team. Yeah. That's what you want to see it against. And you're right. Like, it's different, you know, Giannis and all those guys there. But honestly, that's how Kobe kind of plays. So Kobe would still go to the paint, you know, if Giannis and those guys are yeah. out there. It's just – it just probably wouldn't look the same. You know, we don't know what would happen if Giannis actually picks up him and the basketball and <laughs> gives it to Dame. We don't know. But Kobe plays the same every time. But you're right, Matt. You want to know if, if we're out there full power, regardless if it's preseason now, we're out there full power, you want to see the other team out there mm-hmm. at full power. So, yeah, I want to see us because you're playing two games. Yeah. In one of those games, you've got to play everybody, dog. Right. You've got to play everybody in one of those games. And honestly, I hope it's Thursday. I don't want to see it Sunday. I want to see it Thursday, bro. Uh, uh, our friend Ecobee in the comments mentioning that the Bulls match up well with the Nuggets. They do. They do, which is why maybe, you know, I was like, eh, maybe the Nuggets will just sit there, guys, in this preseason game because they're like, oh, we, the Bulls, we don't need to take that test. Yeah. Maybe they see the Bulls as a team that they dropped one of two against last season and say, hey, maybe we can learn some things. Maybe we can tweak some things yeah, by yeah. throwing our real unit out there against their you know, real unit and see what yeah. happens. I hope so. I just want, like you said, I'm really anxious to get an opportunity. And even if it's like two of those guys, I'll be happy. Yeah. Two of the four that you, you mentioned. Right. I'll, I'll be happy with that. Like, But I need some of the best out there. I can't just go against you know your second unit. No disrespect to them. But, again, if I'm putting out my best and my full power, no matter how short of a time it is, mm-hmm. I'm putting them out there. I'm putting them out there because I want to see them against your best, too. Yeah. Um, I, I think I also, speaking of the Nuggets, saw that they exercised that option on Christian Brown. You know, ah, they, they're, nice. uh, they're young and who ended up having big games for them down the Huge. stretch of their, their championship run last Huge. season. Uh, as a Bulls fan, I'm jelly. He was, If you recall, when we did our draft boards – uh, two two drafts. I wanted Christian Brown. Yes, badly. Yes. Uh, that kid looks like a player. Yes. Um, also shout out to uh, our pal uh, Saul over there at PHNX Suns. Hey, he, was, he was on a, an up? all city uh, onboarded call with us earlier today mm-hmm. for one of our new sponsors that's on the way. Speaking of which, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's an awesome one. Uh-huh. Uh But they are still so salty. About that uh, Nuggets Suns playoff series from from earlier this spring. A little bit, it's so bit. salty. <laughs> a little bit. I'm not mad at them for feeling that way. Like that's a real competition right now, man. Both of those teams vying for championships right now and are on that kind of level. We'll get there soon, Bulls. We'll, will yet. we? We'll will get we? there soon. We'll get there soon. Listening to him. <laughs> we'll get uh, Demond in the comments saying the Bulls only have one matchup in their favor against the Nuggets, and that's Zach Levine. Uh, I mean, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying, they, they match up well, and they played really well against them. Uh, Maybe on paper, yeah, I see what you're saying. But when they get on the floor, it, it, it's a different monster, man. Uh, Clem, French Bulls TV, says he wants to see uh, Pat put Aaron Gordon on a poster and flex on him. <laughs> He's not going to flex. And that's when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk about some of the best defense that was played in the NBA playoffs last season. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Very God, much so. what a move it was for the Nuggets to get him. It's very happy for him, man, because he just seemed like a guy that was going down a path of bitterness. Because yeah. he couldn't win a dunk contest. Yeah. Releasing disc records and all this other. He wore the number 50 because he felt like that's the number I should have had at the dunk contest. I'm like, I don't like where this is going, dog. Like, man. it worked out well for him, man. And he really found a role uh, in Denver. And 
Turn him to a champion. Yeah. Remember when the dunk contest was fun? Oh, my God. Thank you, Zach Levine. Thanks, Zach. We Thanks, appreciate Aaron you. Gordon. Thank you all, man. Man, that was a lifetime ago. Oh, yes, it was. Uh, Jeff, interestingly, pointing out here in the comments, he's guessing that Denver will be more likely to throw their real starters out there out of the gate because it's their first home preseason game. Uh, I guess they, that means I like they played that. in uh, in Phoenix for the first one. Okay, but it I was the it. Bucks' first home preseason game, too, now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just uh, say it. Just say it. And um, who who was it who – oh, yeah, okay. Talking about Zach Levine being the best uh, Bulls in favor of the matchup. Speaking of Zach, we'll take a break, then we'll come back and dive into the Bulls, their three-point shooting, um, because Zach had some interesting thoughts on his three-point shooting mm. at practice this week. Okay. That's on deck. Hit the thumbs-up button while we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors. And if you aren't already, make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel, inching closer to that 40,000 subscribers mark. Mm. Shout out to everybody who's already subscribed. Appreciate mm. y'all. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Circa Sportsbook. Man, I miss mm. Circa Resort and Casino in Vegas. It was so much Every fun. time I think about it, I miss it. It was a great time, man. Damn, The best fun. time. That was fun. But y'all here who are Bulls fans, Chicago sports fans in Illinois, you're in luck because they got their awesome location up in Waukegan, not that far away. Yeah. And... You can also just gamble on your phone in the comfort of your own home. Circa Sportsbook offers some of the best tight money line splits. Tight, tight, tight. Games on Circa's uh, Sportsbook app strive to always have a minus 110 split mm. on their lines. Mm. Unlike a lot of other sportsbooks where you'll look around at some of these spreads for Jerks. NBA games or any any other games, NFL games, and say, yeah, well, why why is this minus 115 or minus 120 instead of one minus 110? Well, it's because the, they're trying to get a little minute, bit more money off Wazzy you. At Circa, it's almost always and definitely more frequently you're looking at lines of minus 110. 10. That's amazing. Uh, Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like NBA futures, for example, if you're looking to get some of those in before the season starts. Yeah. Best odds you can find are going to be at Circa Sportsbook. Mm -hmm. They don't also limit their players based on winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other sportsbooks, where they'll limit players who are on a hot streak. If you're on a hot streak and you want to keep hot streaking, do it at Circus Sportsbook. Hello. We encourage bettors, in fact, to download and explore all the sports betting apps that are available out there. And let's be honest, there are lots of them. Compare the lines for the same games app to app, sportsbook to sportsbook. More often than not, you will find the best lines and the best value at Circa. Plus, there's a, their incredible customer service. Real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other sports books who just use those obnoxious chatbots. I don't care if it's a sports book or anywhere else. Any company that I'm doing business with online and I'm trying to get a hold of a human, hello, I am a robot. Are you a robot or a human? How can I help you today? Maybe. No! Give me a human to talk to! Circa has humans to talk to. Yay! All aspects of the Circa app are being run by the same team that runs that immaculate Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Download their Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app. One more time. 
That's circusports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for circus events, watch parties, and tailgates. We went to an awesome party of theirs last week Mm -hmm. at Old Crow in Wrigleyville. It's a great time. Shout out to them for that one. There will be more. Keep an eye out. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text G-A-M-B to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Are you? Yeah. I think you are. Woo. Wrestling with Circa, baby. You know, when I gave up meat, one of the hardest things I'm listening. for me to get rid of, and I regret, was bacon. I'm you sorry, know, can you say that a little louder, it, Dave? It, it was bacon. You, you know, say that in the camera, Dave? Bacon is amazing, all right? You know, Matt and I, you know, when we discuss food and we argue about it, I try to get them to eat a veggie burger or a salmon burger because some of them are really, really delicious. He does not agree. Not even trying it, he bacon. just doesn't agree. But whenever we have a discussion about bacon and bacon, bacon substitutes, I always agree with Matt, there is no substitute for regular awesome bacon. Get turkey bacon and throw it away. Bacon, all right? That's what you want because it's delicious and there's one person you should be getting it from. Why? Because it's in his name. Charlie the Bacon Guy. Oh, who don't want to hang out with somebody named Charlie the Bacon Guy? That's I all do. I'm trying to tell you. I always want to hang out with someone whose name is Blank the Bacon Guy. <laughs> Even Kevin Bacon, he wants to hang out with sure. him. All. Oh, talk about his films. You know he gets good bacon. Oh, you know he gets all kinds <laughs> of bacon. All right? But Charlie the Bacon Guy is the man. He's based out of Woodridge, Illinois, and he makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors. This product is always all natural. No fancy preservatives. None of that stuff. And guess what? Once you do it, you're going to order lots of it. It's vacuum sealed, y'all, and it freezes great. It lasts in a package for up to 45 days. But if you're like my friend over here, it won't take that long, ladies and gentlemen. Try 45 seconds. Yes, and six months in your freezer, just to let you know that, all right? Bacon jams last about 60 days in the fridge, usually about 20 seconds, and up to six months in the freezer. Well, man, what is some of the awesome bacon jam, Dave? What can I try? Well, how about maple pepper? How about French toast? Mm. How about chorizo? Mm. How about Jardinera? Matt Peck! Will Purdue! That's what he do! Eat the jard bacon, man! Eat the Jardinera! (laughs) The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. Scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, Mm. burgers, grilled cheese, or Charlie's favorite, and probably Matt's favorite, this is my assumption, spoon. And also, your finger. It works always. Oh. Yep, two fingers. You saw how he do two of them things. He didn't do that on purpose. That was oh. a natural <laughs> swerve right there, ladies and gents. All right? He'll deliver it to you, meet you halfway, or even ship it. He will get you the bacon on time. You can contact him, guys, on Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy, on Twitter or X if you're calling it that, CZ the Bacon Guy, or you can email him at Charlie the Bacon Guy at Gmail. The website is on the way. Charlie the Bacon Guy, he's got that fire. Ooh! <laughs> 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 I love hearing you reading an ad about bacon. Yes. Man. Yes. I mean, you know, that's usually my wheelhouse. Yes, I know. But 
I'm going to tell the truth, man. Gambling and bacon. These are my my ad reads. That is so true. But they were on the schedule together. That's so true. I'll take the money lines talk. (laughs) That is so damn true. Even though you abstain. Yes. It's so true. Some inexplicable reason. Well, you know, hey, man, it's a reason. But Charlie the Bacon guy, goddamn. (laughs) For those of you humans who use your brain and your mind, too, (laughs) to know that bacon's the most delicious thing you could ever eat at any point in any day or night, Charlie the Bacon guy. Yes, fish, he delivers. Yes, he will deliver to you. Absolutely. So you don't like when people take, like, a carrot and slice it, like, lengthwise and then... Bake that in the oven, and then they say that's bacon. You Stop. ever heard that? Stop. Stop. That anger you, Matt? It's like the people who try to say like a wet, like a, like a. <laughs> he said that anger you. <laughs> like a wedge of a head of cauliflower can be substituted for a burger patty. Would you like, Oh, you ever just season a, a slice of cauliflower right down the middle and grill it <laughs> like a burger? Get out of here. Reevaluate your life. Yeah. Throw the cauliflower <laughs> away. Get yourself some ground chuck, for God's sake. I want to have you guys over for dinner and be like, we're making steaks. Matt comes over. It's like a grilled piece of watermelon. It's like a tuna steak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, that episode of Parks and Rec where Ron really wants to go to the steakhouse, but it's closed for renovations. And then Rob Lowe is like, oh, come on over to my place. I'll, I'll, I'll get the grill up, fired up. And then he's grilling just giant yes. heads of portobello yes. mushrooms yes. instead of burgers. I remember. So I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Oh man, Joe! You, you invite us over. You gonna you gonna have food for everybody? Are you gonna have some salmon burgers? You better too? have some salmon burgers. Yeah, got, you're gonna hear yeah. about it from this guy. I got, you got, I got that, vegetarian right. options. You got that? Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'll come through. Vegetarian options at my house when I'm hosting beer, <laughs> cheese, cheese. Yeah, cheese and vegan, I will have yeah. some cheese and crackers. Yes, for you. he will. He will. He will definitely do that you for you. Better me. believe those crackers have gluten in them. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're putting bad shit in you today over Matt Peck's house. God damn it. This is how it works. We only got one life to live, y'all. I like how Anthony says, I bet Grayson Allen hates bacon. Oh, oh you know he eats vegan bacon. Like a dumbass. Oh, man. Sean, I didn't Where even know you Sean was out here. from? What the hell? What the what fuck? What you doing here? Sean, been out Sean was just sneaky hanging out on a balcony <laughs> this entire time. That is, man, I don't even know how to feel right now. And it's dark already. It was dark as I don't, shit. I don't like how dark it's getting. It is dark as shit out there. Um, that was creepy. A little bit. I thought we were, like, getting boarded like a pirate ship. Yeah, from I didn't the know what was going door. on. My man, Sean. Bye, Sean. That was, I hey, thought man. that they, they, they were going to vote to eliminate daylight savings. But apparently it didn't there pass was some or talk something. There that. But it's actually, it's coming up that, uh, that in early sucks. November. Yeah, don't. You don't, I like it. You I like, like it a lot. It's great in the fall. Yeah. When you what? fall back. Yeah. And you it's great for a day when you get an hour of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Then then you lose that one day and you've adjusted and then it sucks every other day. No, I what enjoy it. About? Because it, it gets dark at 3 p.m. But you can't no. vote on the if sun. If they didn't do daylight savings time, it would get dark at 2 p.m. No, 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 no. That's yes. the opposite of what they're saying. That's the opposite of what they're saying. We wouldn't change the clocks because we're not a nation of farmers anymore. <laughs> that is what they were saying. They would not change the clocks back. Therefore, just stay. No, Illinois is a farming and, state. And it right? would not, relatively, yes. <laughs> it would not affect, it would stay lighter later. No. Yes, no. that's what they're. That's why they're doing it. If obviously, do it would. Obviously, change. it would move up. It would still get darker relatively earlier. But 
the sun's going down. <laughs> Talk us out the Whether you call it. They say I'm right. They're telling me no, I'm Charles right. Thank you, guys. Said, Joey and the world is flat. <laughs> Okay, so just pretend that the daylight saving in the fall didn't happen, right? Sure. Uh, here's, and you're like, okay, so instead of waking up and like, oh, it went you know from 2 a.m. back to 2 a.m. again. Yeah. Then the next day, if that didn't happen, the, su- the sun sets at whatever time, 4.17. You know, oh, now it sets at 5.17 instead. Mm. It, the, it's, it is saving sunlight. Yeah. That's why they call it daylight savings time. You'll screw your body clock up, bro. Yeah, you're, I guess you're saving daylight because you're moving that into the more. Yes. I'm out for it. I'm out for it. <laughs> Keep it lighter later. I'm out for it. Keep it lighter later. You know, you, you still want it like that when it's like, you know, 18 feet of snow outside? Yes. Okay. It's depressing when it gets, when it gets so dark. At, at, so like, we're going to be doing the, the show. It's going to be pitch it's gonna be black. It's going to be depressing when you see yeah. 18 feet of snow with it the was. lights. Too. We are the last. We are, we are mostly, you know, us three, you know, especially going into the season. Mm-hmm. We're not early morning creatures, you know, with this with no, our, with our workplace. We're, we're back so on the graveyard shift. I yes. care less. I care we less are. about about the morning daylight and more about the afternoon daylight. Afternoon daylight. Yes, that's what you care about. That's what I care about. Okay, all right. Well, the Joey's are rolling with you, man. They feel you, Joe. Thank you, thank Shane you, everybody. I appreciate y'all. Joey is always, always right. right. Period. Always. Thank you, Shade Dog. Hey, I love Shade you. Dog, you need to hang out with Joey some more. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, Joey's right about a lot of things. This is true. But, but this this daylight savings debate we're having, I think we'll see us a while. We need to continue at some point. <laughs> we need to bring it back. Table it. Put a bookmark uh, in it. Bring it back another time. Uh, shoot it, kaboot it. Shoot it and kaboot it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, this Bulls shot profile problem sure. that they are trying to resolve this season. Um, so I saw this. Interesting stat from our pal Drew Stevens from It's the Bigs. Shout, Shout out, out to you. Great to see you at Media Day mm-hmm. last week. Uh, Joey, I don't know if you had that screenshot you can share, but he's talking about Zach Levine and his three-point rate uh, compared to his makes and percentages. This is a tweet I saw from Drew Stevens last week. Zach Levine, who's knocked down 38.6% of his threes since joining the Bulls, ranked in the 46th percentile in three-point attempt rate last season, according to Crafted NBA. As a reminder, only 16 players made more trays than Levine, 204 of them, last season. Mm. So that was Drew tweeting last week about Zach and his three-point percentage compared to attempt rate. I look at those numbers, and yeah. I see a problem. What do you see? What do you see? My problem that I see is... Only 16 players in the NBA made more threes than Zach Levine last season. And he's only in the 46th percentile in attempt rate. Mm. Attempt rate needs to be up Mm. if you are that elite of a three-point shooter. Mm. How many times do we hear Zach and or Billy Donovan last season talk about Zach Levine's attempted threes per game and what number that should be compared to what number it more frequently actually was Mm. um on top of that our guy drew stevens had an update with one of zach's quotes from practice this week okay um saying i want to shoot more threes yes in games that we won i shot more than my average number of threes numbers don't lie so hopefully i get some more up yeah and uh drew added with that 
a comparison split of wins and losses and Zach's three-point attempt rate mm-hmm. last season. Mm-hmm. In Bulls' wins last season, he made 3.4 threes on 7.4 attempts per game, 45.7%. Mm-hmm. In losses, he made just 1.9 per game on 6.8 attempts, 28.8%. Mm-hmm. So Zach is correct to say that his attempt rate was higher in games that they won but you also see a substantial difference in percentage. 29% to 45%, basically. Huge splits there. Sim- you know, simplifying it, what does it mean? When Zach Levine is on from downtown, yeah. Bulls are way more likely to win games. This is true. Ipso facto. Oh, my goodness. But the attempt rate, even on the high end in the wins, seven, not even not quite seven and a half attempts per game, mm-hmm. How many times do we hear him and or Billy say, hey, get up three, get up 10 threes a game. Yeah. You're Zach Levine. You're one of the best three-point threats in the NBA. Shoot 10 a game. Dude, we – I mean, I went over this a lot, <laughs> you know, during the season. You remember when everybody was just clamoring because I kept saying catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. And I was just showing the numbers and what they are and breaking down the percentages of what they are and why you should be shooting more threes and why don't you take more threes. You're a great three-point shooter. Do more of this shit. It's just funny to hear him say, I should be taking more threes. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I know. Do it. Do more of it. We know you should be doing it. Do more. And, yes, we, Billy knew it. We all knew it. We've been screaming it. We wanted more of it. You are the person that had to come to that realization. You know what I'm saying? Because we came to it a while ago. We all knew it. We knew you should be shooting more. I, I appreciate Drew even showing the wins and losses. I love stats like those. Mm-hmm. In the wins, this is what happens. In the losses, this is what happens, sir. This is how it goes. <laughs> I love those kind of stats. So even just showing – because I used to just show what it was from certain feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How he was way better just being a catch-and-shoot shooter, which you saw him do uh, two of them uh, in the early in the first quarter in, in the uh, game against the Bucks. Right. You, find, yeah. you saw Kobe just find him in the corner. Missed uh, one of them. But you saw him find one, him in the corner – Wide open, shoot the three, Zach. It's there. It will always be there for you. And please just take more of them. Yes, take 10 of the game. I don't care. Take more, dog, Like, because you're good at it. Those mm-hmm. stats, you're right, Matt. Now that you pointed that out, now I'm frustrated about it because I'm like, yes, it just pointed out, yes, you're really this damn good. Right. This is really this damn good at it. And you're like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. No, more. Give me more of this, Zach Levine. You're just that good. Uh, it's weird. It, it's not like he's like, it's like he's Ben Simmons and it's Brett Brown, and they're like, we you have to take a three every game. Like he's good no. at shooting them. No, they, well that's the thing. He's a great shooter. People talk about Demar Derozan that way. Yeah, right. Like, could you launch an occasional three maybe to help yeah. us out? And Demar said at media day, yeah, I'll probably launch a few I'll more threes. Yeah. We saw him knock down a three in their preseason debut against the Bucks. Yeah, but. Again, and like Eco being, you know, uh, framing, framing it another way in the comments saying, I don't care who shoots threes. I just want them to make more threes. Yeah. Because, and, and that's this whole conversation we've, having, we've been having about the Bulls offense changing its shot profile. Right. How do you not finish with the worst three-point attempt rate in the NBA for a third straight season? And our guy Mark Kay is has often been pointing out, look, are, are Javon Carter and Torrey Craig really enough mm-hmm. of a change mm-hmm. For the team to change his shot profile, it's just like the shoot, you know, the the three pointers that Javon and Torrey Craig take. Is that enough to like greatly change this team's shot profile? And I think I agree with Mark, and that the answer of just those two players by themselves, no, 
It needs to be a team-wide approach to get more threes. Yeah. That's why you're talk you're hearing Billy talk about the ways that they can get more three-point looks. Yeah. More good three-point looks for any and everyone. Mm-hmm. But one of the obvious choices is Zach is your best three-point shooter. He's shooting in the 46th percentile across the league in three-point attempt rate. That should be higher. Yeah. Definitely should be higher. And even to Mark K's point about Javon and Toy Craig, it's not that he doesn't recognize that they shoot a really high percentage from three. It's the same point we're talking about with Zach. We get that. But those attempts that they take, they aren't tons of attempts that they're getting, yeah. that they're taking out there. One, because maybe when, one, they come off the bench. But two, it's not like they can create it. Zach, what makes it even more fr- – he, cre- he can create it. And, like, he knocks <laughs> down difficult yes, threes. Correct. In addition to the – Cold-blooded ass threes. You can make those. Let's also try to get him a few more catch-and-shoot threes this yes. season. Catch and shoot. It's like, Catch and right, shoot. It's like talking More. about getting good three-point looks by getting that paint penetration. Yes. Which is a phrase we've been hearing a lot from Billy and AK. Zach Levine's corner threes, deadly. Deadly, dog. It's like an automatic three points. <laughs> Seriously, dog. Seriously. But how often did we see him get those last season? Not many. Very rarely. Not many. Try to... You know, add some more of those to the holy shit. Did Zach just bury that step back three in that yep. dude's face? And because it, it's great to get those, add some easy Zach threes to that. Some simple ones. And again, that goes back to them talking about getting penetration and getting to the paint because that's exactly what Kobe White did. Penetrated, got to the paint, they collapsed. Oh my God, Zach Levine's wide open in the corner. Here's the basketball, Zach. Do what you want to do for it right now, sir. You're going to see more of that. And as long as that continues to happen, that will raise the shot profile of of the team and of Zach Levine. I I want to see games where he has 10 threes. I want to see times where he's averaging seven. Like, I just want to say Zach Levine in the last eight games is averaging seven attempts a game. Like, I want to say that. I want to say that, dog. He's a man who has has multiple career games of making double-digit threes. Like, that's what he do. And, it's again, it's the fact that he can do it himself. That's what makes it even more like, oh, my God, why are you only 46% Because you can do it yourself. Right. We know you're great at the step back three. I pointed out many a – I mean, about the catch and shoot. I pointed out many a day. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that you can literally take two dribbles and pop that joint right mm-hmm. there in their face, dog. We've seen you do it. It's very damn sexy. You yeah. had a game where he hit, what, 13 threes against Charlotte? Mm-hmm. We saw that. God yeah, I did. think he had a game last season where he hit 11. Come on, man. Come on, dog. Like, we, we, you do this. This is what yeah. you do, and I'm glad he's recognizing it and wants to do more of it. Yeah. Uh, our guy Fish saying it's a style of play. They need to make a habit. They need to do it. They need to stick to it every game until yeah. it's a habit. Yeah. Uh, Chocolate Salty Bulls. Hey there. There's a familiar name in the comments. Welcome back. Shout out. Uh, saying the Bulls finally ran a few off-ball screens. Hopefully we see more of that. Yes. They ran good off-ball screens did. to find open shooters on Sunday they against the Bucks. I mean, a lot. <laughs> there were a lot of screens going on with the Bulls, man. It was good to see. Never stop setting off-ball screens. Don't do it. Do it a million times. A million then do more. it a million more. Yes. And find Zach for corner threes. Correct. Please. And even Patrick Williams as well. Yeah. Who took six threes that game? You know what I mean? Like, yes, more of those attempts also for yeah. him as well. Who's, who's, your next, who's your team's next best three-point shooter right now? It's Roger Williams. It might be Pat. We, you know, we know that Kobe can knock down. We know that Kobe streaky yes pat is coming off of another season where he increased his three-point attempt rate yep. and kept it above 40 percent yes he did actually kept it above 41 yeah. percent 
And it's shocking how wide open he always is from three. Mm. Like even with that, like he's still so wide open. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that, NBA. Thank you very much oh. for that. Leave that man alone. Let him shoot. Let him shoot. Let that him one shoot. Uh, corner three that Pat knocked down on Sunday mm. where it was like a catch-and-shoot opportunity and then a closeout came flying at him and mm. he just gave a quick little pump fake. And mm-hmm. then I can't remember which buck it was, but he came flying to the corner for a closeout and Pat just let him go sailing past. And then he calmly was like, oh, okay, now I'm open. Right. Knocked it down. Right. <laughs> That's it. No, thank you very much. Here's a three for you. I'll meet you down on the other end. Yeah. More. <laughs> More of this. Damn it. Oh. Uh, French Bull TV said, obviously, you'd rather have Zach shooting those threes instead of Caruso. You know what? If Caruso's open, take the damn three. Take the three, three Caruso. Take the damn but This three. is what we're talking about, raising the shot profile. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, you're right. You, you have a better percentage and chance of other guys hitting it. But if it's open to you, take it. This is why we're saying DeMar take threes. We know there are other players better than DeMar that shoot it. But if it's open to him, shoot it, bro. Yeah. Like, that's what helps your team, man. It keeps the flow and the rhythm of the team. You don't want to mess up the rhythm of it by pump faking all day and going to the bucket. Oh, man, now we got three seconds. Yeah. There were a couple times in that game you saw them overpass. Yeah. Where they just passed Mm -hmm. up shots from the perimeter and they just, oh, three seconds. Mm -hmm. Oh, turnover. Because they were overpassing, dog. That's what we're talking about. Take the shots. Raise the shot profile. Then you got guys who can just crash the boards and get the rebound, right. man, and roll with that. Uh, they have to find that sweet spot between overpassing mm-hmm. and getting enough off-ball movement yes. where they get those good looks. Correct. But then once you create those good looks with your off-ball screens and your cuts and your dot, then shoot. Then shoot. Um, shoot sp- speaking of pump fakes, Taryn7 in the comments uh, brings up the other interesting point of it's not a matter of Zach needing to come to the realization of shooting more threes. It's a matter of less DeMar ball moving the ball around. Mm. That will find Zach. That's the other part of this conversation of what amount of sacrifice is DeMar DeRozan willing to make this season yes. if they want to genuinely change their offense. Yes. To yes. create better and more frequent looks on threes. And yeah. if DeMar is willing to contribute a bit more three-point shooting himself – to help that, to help achieve that team goal, great. Is he also willing to sacrifice a couple of those possessions mm. where it's Demar ISO dribble, dribble, get to my spot, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, bucket? Mm. Which because again, Bulls fans have realized what is one of the most reliable buckets the, the, the fans have <laughs> watching the last two years because it's that. It's Demar. It's that. Yeah, but. Are we going to see a legitimate change where maybe those DeMar mid-range attempts in isolation come down in order to get more movement and more three-point attempts? Because as you said, Dave, if DeMar is willing to make that sacrifice and the team makes this change offensively, Mm -hmm. they still have that option in their back pocket when it's what? When it's crunch time. Crunch time, slam it down the ace down on the table. Give it to DeMar, or even in stagnant time, because you saw it in that preseason game when they got stagnant. Mm-hmm. DeMar need a bucket. I got you. DeMar, fine. Somebody got to get to the line. Okay. You still have that option. It's just you don't want to do it every single play. You have to get the ball movement and get everybody involved in there. And then, when, like Matt said, it's money time. Go ahead and let DeMar do DeMar shit. Let him do it. Let him do it. Uh, 
our our friend Craig Braggs is salty in the comments because of something you won't let him Braggs. do. Braggs, what's up? What I do, Braggs? Braggs is saying hit the like button even if you don't have a secret <laughs> handshake with Big Dave. See, Braggs, this is going this is just going to make you're me making it worse. Worse, like live look at Braggs yeah, digging man. his hole deeper. Like keep going. This is just going to make it go longer and longer. When I when I came and I gave him a hug today, and I knocked um. His headphones out of the jack mm -hmm. on accident. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, Is that the secret handshake? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It was hey, great. Hey, everybody, Jay AZ, back up, in man? Pittsburgh. There he is, sir. Big win, First sir. win. Big win. First win for them, Hawks. First of many. And so the, I like the first it. career NHL point from Connor Bedard. Did you see that? I did see that. Got, got a point on his I did watch the game. Yes, I did. In the Blackhawks dub. Yes. This is and awesome. they got another one tonight. Second night of back to back. Yes, they do. And that's why he's here. Black and the Hawks. rest of the crew will be CHO here. CHO Blackhawks post game Tune coming in. for y'all again tonight. Yes. I love um, it. All right. We got to take our second ad break. Then we'll come back and wrap things up with a look at those ESPN Top 100. Before that, though, mm -hmm. I see the super chat from Eli that I wanted to make note of. Eli. Thank you for the super chat. He said, I thank the Bulls for making the post in support of Israel. I haven't been good mentally, but every time I listen to you guys and see you guys, I laugh. Appreciate that, Eli. Um, thank you, sir. Nothing Appreciate but the it, best man. to you. Uh, I know that there are some trying times that people are going through with right. this, uh, uh, you know, with, with these horrible things going on over the Middle East right now between Israel and Hamas. Um, obviously, uh, affects some people more than others. Right. But to those it is deeply affecting, our hearts go out to y'all. Um, right. And it uh, truly, it means a lot that just sitting here watching and, and or listening to us. Yes. Shoot the shit about the Bulls is something that could cheer you up. That yes. I mean, Absolutely. that's an incredible Eli, compliment and I'm humbled by it. I, I believe you're in Israel, so hope that you're uh, physically safe. Hope your family's safe. Thinking about you, thinking about, you know, all the people on both sides, Israel and Palestine, you know, that are, you know, going to be affected by this and praying and hoping for, you know, a longstanding peaceful solution. But, you know, glad that we can, you know, bring you some joy and some laughter. Hope that everything's good with you. Absolutely. Truly. Man. Nothing but the best, nothing but love out to you, Eli. Uh, and everyone out there, stay safe. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's take our second ad break, then we'll come back to wrap things up. Today's show brought to you also by our friends at Splash Sports. Splash. NFL football. Pick'ems. My God. Survivor contests. My God. Get on board. CHO has a weekly pickaxe and NFL Survivor contest for everyone to participate for real dollars. It's easy to enter. Just head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO. You can find the link in the description and sign up. All you need to get started is $10. That's it. Just $10 to wow. enter either CHO's weekly NFL pick X contest and CHO's Survivor. The more you enter, the more who enter, the larger the prizes. Mm. We're going to be running weekly contests all year long, so be sure to keep that link handy. Maybe you want to run your own contest. Tired of being the commissioner of your fantasy, season-long fantasy league? Mm. This guy. <laughs> right through that link, you can start making money being rewarded for running the stuff that you and your family and friends are doing together on Splash Sports. Head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO hmm. to join in. Different contests coming throughout this NFL season. We're stoked to compete with you guys and against you guys. Be hmm. sure to click their link in the description. Hmm. Splash Sports. Splickety Splash. Make some cash. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I just, ah, 
I, like, I don't know. Dave, Big Dave just like yeah, monster I'm alien baby right. crawled into me for a <laughs> second there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we spent too much time together. This is a fact. And by that I mean and we're gonna do more a proper amount of time together. <laughs> and more times will be had. Also, I went against Jamar Chase in my fantasy league. My condolence. So did I. Yeah. But I had DJ Moore, so Win. How nice for you. <laughs> Win. Four and one. Let's go. <laughs> Ow. Beer. Give me beer and oh, more I beer. It. I need it. Matt loves beer. Joey enjoys beer. Hello. Jay-Z enjoys beer. It's a wonderful thing, y'all. And you know who has it? The Goose Island Beer Company. Hit me, Joey. Quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> one more time because you were late for the people. Oh, it's the CHGO is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. It's been Chicago's beer since the Jordan year. That's 1988. Of course, that roster is stacked. The Beer Hug family, the 312 Wheat L, the Man Big Day favorite, the Full Pocket Pilsner. But since almost daylight savings time, Joy's favorite time, we know that fall is arriving. Mm. And that means Oktoberfest mm. is in effect. That Oktoberfest beer, you know you want it, you know you need it. Go get you some, because Goose Island is going to do it to you right. And grab that ultra-fresh, exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from that tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Hit it again, Joey. Still late on them. It's all right. Delayed quacks. It's daylight savings time. That's that's what it is. Yeah, it's it. daylight yeah. savings time. Joey daylights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jo- Joey darkness. Joey darkness on, the, on those cues. It is true. <laughs> this is something I'm not. I'm not going to back down from this one. You guys can make fun of me. It's like I think I'm on the. I think I'm on the right. I'm on the right side of this one. I think you guys are the crazy ones. We always the crazy ones, Joey. <laughs> it's all right. I don't mind this. It's and okay. Goatleep would agree with me. So would Mark. <laughs> I don't know if they do daylight savings in Australia. Isn't it dark out? No, isn't uh, it dark out? Oh, it's Alaska I'm thinking of. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Alaska. Excuse me. You're thinking of Alaska being dark for most yes. of the 24-hour day Correct. in the winter. Correct. And then in the summer, Correct. in Alaska, it's light for like mm-hmm. 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. This Either way. This is true. Uh, uh, Joey's not backing down. He's <laughs> not backing down. Not backing down, guys. I'm standing up. Oh, <laughs> Joey, stand up. Jo- Joey Petty over here, not backing down. Stand him up at the gates of hell or the gates of daylight savings time. Is that gift for him in Game He's of not- Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> Taking on the whole Bolton army. That's right. All you daylight savings. No, that's, that gift has a specific usage for me. In relative terms to this job, and that is when the chat porn bots start coming. <laughs> that is when I, I take mean, out. That's oh, when I yesterday. That's when I unsheathe yes. my sword I feel and take like a we stand. We don't see them nearly as often. No, they're as gone yesterday. now. They they're gone for the most part, but they do pop in yeah. in random shows. Yeah. We did have one, I think, yesterday, yeah, and then definitely. we did have. For some reason, we did the Bears watch along show. Okay, spammed with porn bots, just Spam. non-stop. Wait, the most recent? No, one? the one I did oh. a couple weeks ago. It was oh, non. We were, say, was I was there. there. I, it was non-stop. It was non-stop. Okay. But they, you know, they, I've scared them. I've scared them halfway to the house. Javon right? <laughs> <laughs> in the comments just said, "Send Joey to the wall." <laughs> Oh, we are 
Y'all are funny out the there. Y'all are so funny, Joey. man. I swear. Joey's watch yes, is man. just beginning. <laughs> it's not yet ended. Joey Night, um, Joey Night Watch. All right, so the ESPN NBA Top 100, which we discussed, Vooch being ranked number 75 on yesterday. Yeah. 51 through 11 came out today. They're saving the top 10, keeping us of course. You know, on the tips of our toes. Oh. However, probably not surprised to learn that 51 through 11, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, both in that window of players. I'm shocked. DeMar DeRozan came in at number 39, previous rank 28. Mm. So when they did these a year ago, keep in mind, DeMar DeRozan was on the heels of his first season as a Bull and a historically great Correct. NBA season. Correct. Not just a historically great Bull season. Right. DeMar was doing shit that hadn't been done since Wilt. Wilt. As a small forward. Wilt. Will uh, so, and these were done by uh, Jamal Collier, ESPN. Yeah. Shout out. Saying, why did DeMar fall 11 spots from 28 to 29? He said it would have been hard for DeRozan to follow up on that career year during sure. his first year in Chicago, sure. but DeRozan was still an all-star his was. second season with the Bulls. However, the Bulls did not win at the same level as they did two seasons ago. That's what it's all about, True. guys. 46 wins, down to 40 wins. Yep. Uh, Collier added, the big question for DeMar is entering the final season of his contract with the Bulls, although both he and the team have expressed interest in extension. If the Bulls do not have more success this season after missing the playoffs in 22-23, will DeRozan's tenure in Chicago continue? Mm. Um, obviously, that's the big question. We all got a, we're not answering that right now, answer when it came up at media day, which is fine and to be expected. But, and any, any disrespect you see, Dave, on DeMar falling 11 spots from 28 to 39 and I will uh if you want just rattle off a few names of people who jumped DeMar in this list okay um rattle rattle thunder cracker boom 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 don't worry call the car expert don't worry call the Matt Peck man yeah that's me <laughs> oh fix your car but why you look let me say I go ahead I'm don't feel this was wrong okay. I, I feel like this is right and I feel like what Jamal said at the end is what is the emphasis on everything the Bulls do and have done these past couple seasons is win. Everything is predicated on the win. You want the accolades, you want the love, you want this, you want that. It all comes with the winning. Period. That's it. When Jamal, when when Demar was a starter, as far as the All Star game, guess what the Bulls were doing? <laughs> winning. <laughs> they were winning. When he came off the bench last year, guess what they were doing? Winning. So it's all about that. Everything is predicated to that. You can put up the numbers you want. And I like that the Bulls have said this a lot this season. Billy has said it. DeMar. Like, all those guys have said it. Like, yeah, we've put up these numbers, but we're still 24th-rank offense. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard coaches. I've heard the front. I've heard all of them say this. But it's because it's true. You're putting up the numbers. That's great. It's awesome. It doesn't lead to wins. And it hasn't. So I understand why he falls. I feel it's honestly respectable to still have him in the top 40. Right there, because yeah. he is. He really yeah. is a top 40 player in the league, in my opinion. I, I think he is. Uh, let's look at the guys, you know, 31 through 40, basically. So the guys immediately ahead of DeMar. You got Jaron Jackson Jr. at 31, Brunson at 32. Out. He jumped 35 spots. Say, One of the biggest jumpers from last yeah. year to this year. He Shout was ranked 67th last year. Good for him. Uh, Mikhail Bridges at 33, Kyrie 34, Ja 35. Yeah. Darius Garland, 36. Bradley Beal, 37. Mm. I see a little bit of disrespect there. Like, yeah, we'll see what Beal looks like with his yeah. uh, new super team over there in Phoenix. But I have been 
staunchly dying on my hill that Bradley Beal is washed and overrated. Oh, Get him out of these rankings. Really? I might, yeah, you know, I might be totally wrong about that. We'll I see mean, what happens. I mean, he fell a lot Beal. in those rounds. I think he was like 19 Uh previously. Let's see. So Beal was 19 okay. last year. He fell 18 spots. Yeah, he fell, So bro. even more disrespected than DeMar was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sandwiched between Beal at 37 and DeMar at 39, Zach Levine at 38. Zach Levine was last season mm-hmm. at 27. So he and DeMar were right there next to each other yeah. last year. Yeah. Here they are again, right next to each other, but 11 spots lower. Yeah. Here are Collier's notes on Levine. He was not himself at the start of last season not. with the offseason knee surgery and did not play with the same offensive punch for the most part of the first half. He did not. But he picked it up after the All-Star break, averaging 27-5 and 4 down the stretch to get the Bulls into the play-in tournament. Uh, one game to watch, call your notes, is November 18th, the first time the Bulls play the Miami Heat, mm. who knocked the Bulls out of the playing tournament. Mm. Collier noting that Zach did not have a great game in that one after having a big game in the first play and win over Toronto. That is very, very true. Um, I guess I understand these drops for Tamar and Zach. I think if there's one I don't agree with more, it's Zach. What's mm. so the Tamar? Explain, please. Because if your basis for dropping him 11 spots is, oh, just really had a rough rough first half of his season, I call bullshit. I think he had a rough first quarter of his season. It's not just, oh, Zach, after the All-Star break was great, and I feel like I've hit the, you know, hit this nail with a hammer a million times. Go back and look at Zach's monthly splits from last season. It was not just, wow, really picked it up after the All-Star break. Because after the All-Star break is, what, like 15 games, 17 yeah. games, whatever? Yeah. No. December on. December on. Zach was playing All-Star basketball. Thanks. Don't give me this first half, second half bullshit. Yeah. For the first quarter, he struggled, mm-hmm. and he was rusty. Mm-hmm. October, first part of November. Once December hit, Zach was balling, and I don't want to hear it any other way. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I think that he points out that second half, obviously, because that's when people were paying attention more. Because one, Pat Beverly went there. And two, you know, you were 14 and nine. Yeah, you went 14 and nine. I don't know if you so knew that. Man. I don't know if you knew that, man. <laughs> <laughs> thing. They went 14 and nine. But it, and it was just blowing off the charts, you know, watching what he was doing. Like, it was, honestly wasn't even debatable about how great he was playing. Like, it was just amazing what he was doing. So I can see somebody from the outside looking in. What, saying it like that would, would approach it in that way because it's easy to turn in at the beginning of the year and say, oh, man, well, having a bad first half, I'll come back and holler at him later. You know, he come back and holler later, and he's picking it up in that second half. You're like, yeah. oh, man, this is great. He's amazing. You're still going to fall some spots because I agree with him falling spots. I agree with that because, again, everything comes with the winning. I get yeah. that. He wasn't an all-star either, you know, so I get all of those things. But your point is very valid. Like, from December on, he didn't do anything but increase and get better and better and better. And the reason he wasn't was the reasons he mentioned was because of injury. It yeah. wasn't why like he wasn't out there trying to ball. It was games he sat out. Remember he sat out, what, the first two games of the year mm-hmm. because of the knee. Mm-hmm. And it was games we were like, I think you should keep sitting. Yeah. It's okay, bro. Like, yep. it's, But, no, that's not in him. He wants to play. So he shouldn't be penalized for wanting to be out there and play and try to help his team. He was out there trying to play and get back, you know what I'm saying, yeah. what he had. So. No, I, I feel your point. I feel your point. I'm okay with him falling, you know, but, but your point is definitely valid. 15 December games 
and then I'll shut up. 15. Keep going. 15 December games for Zach Levine last season. 52.1% from the field. I heard that's good. 42.9% from three. Sexy, Matt. Averaging 24.5 points per game, 4.3 boards, four dimes. Oh, two of them, god dang it. True shooting percentage of 62.9. Is that good? Yeah. I'm not a mad Oh, guy. but he was rusty in that first half of the season, <laughs> which includes December. He was super rusty. Rusty. Rusty! <laughs> That's for all you. Zach Levine was bad in the first half of last season, people. Rusty! Do your damn homework. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, this man's a fool. <laughs> thank you, Joe. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. We are out of time. Uh, one more quick shout-out to our friends at Circle K. Hey. Circle K. Circle back. I popped into one the other day, got myself that a rhymed. full tank of gas, mm. fresh bevies, couple of snacks. If you haven't done so yet, what are you waiting for? Join the Inner Circle by downloading Circle K's free app today. Free! It's a free membership program yeah. that comes with perks right and benefits. There. Why not? You got your phone in your pocket all the time. Exactly. Add one more app yeah. so that every time you go to Circle K, you save money and or get free stuff, including 25 cents off every uh, uh, per gallon uh, every time you fill up for the first to five times after you download that app. Mm. 25 cents off a gallon That's not bad. for your first five fill-ups after you download the Circle K app. Plus, every sixth selection on Circle K products, like their hot and ready slices of pizza, their mm -hmm. coffees, their ice cold fountain drinks, every sixth one you're getting for free. Free. Just by having the Circle K app. Yes. So what are you waiting for? Join the inner circle for free by downloading that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com <laughs> for details. Sexy. Uh, we are out. We will be back tomorrow with preseason postgame Number two, 7 p.m. Central tip-off, Bulls defending champion Nugs tomorrow night. Can't wait, man. More basketball to watch. Yes. Can't wait. And I'll be here to watch it with you. We'll be here. Yes. You'll be there, out yes. there, wherever you are, in Bulls Nation. Yes, out there. And then joining us for post-game. Very very Uh Shout out and thanks and love to our pal and producer, Joyce Pathis, as always. Not even if down. He's, even if he's wrong. Not breaking down. About daylight savings time. Damn it. Follow him at Joey Spathis on Twitter. Today we call them uh, Joey Fix Things. Joey Fix Things. Uh, Big Dave is at Pal BWL Sports. I'm Bulls ah. underscore Peck. Our guys, Will, Will underscore Gottlieb, and Mark MK Hoops. Yeah. Follow them too. We are at CHGO underscore Bulls. Hit the thumb if you haven't done so yet. Before you head out, make sure you're subscribed to CHGO Sports' YouTube channel. Getting closer and closer to that 40K mark. Blackhawks, CHGO. Post game. That's right. Again tonight. That's right. Let's get another dub. 2 0. Connor Bedard, go score your first goal. Do it. Until tomorrow night's post game. See Red Be Good, Bulls Nation. Happy birthday, Evan. Peace. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>